This podcast is proudly brought to you by Lerato Agency and Lenala Beauty. Hello everybody, welcome to the Pat and Brands podcast with Pat and Bumi. Good afternoon everybody and good morning whenever you are going to be listening to the podcast. My name is Nompumelelo and welcome to the Pat and Brands podcast with Bumi and Pat. Episode 13? Yes. We're going strong. Yeah, we are. Actually, it took 12 episodes for us to realize that actually our podcast was one of the recommended holiday re- listens. Holiday listens. Holiday listens by the SME uh, magazine. I think um, it's quite a great sort of um, shout out, you know? Certainly. Yeah. It was quite exciting to come back and learn that we were on it for December. So for those who are catching up on the 13th episode, do catch up with our first, second, up to our 12th. Go binge. Yeah, go binge um, on our podcast. Uh, We are here to answer burning questions with amazing guests um, in the studio yeah boomy i was on twitter last uh, i think last week thursday yeah. you know just scrolling scrolling yeah. and looking at the trends and there was a, a trend on brands you know and you know anything that has to do with brands sort of picks my yeah bone yeah um so yeah batu so there's a guy by the gentleman i mean uh, by the name of nota mm-hmm. Vida nota um, apparently, he's a hip hop legend. He's the one that brought us Casper and them. Mm, and, I mm. mean, sorry, Questa. And he worked with AKAs of this world. You know, big name, boy from the north. You know, did his own thing. Now, so now he's saying in the, in the podcast um, that actually South Africans shouldn't be supporting um, Batu and Drip because they make their stuff in China. Yeah. And they're not contributing to the employment. Of young South Africans. Yeah. And I was taken aback. You know? Yeah. And I'm interested to know what you think about that phenomenon, you know, in terms of, I mean, you're also in business yourself, um, in terms of your um, beauty spa. And sometimes you use products and those products are, are, are imported. Does that mean you're not contributing to the economy? Yeah. Look, um, for me, I didn't know either. I really thought maybe we have a warehouse here that we are meshing, sewing, doing a batu. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> doing it, a batu. It, it's only understandable from, I suppose, a business side yeah. in terms of costs. I mean, the hub of, you know, Asia and China is where const- um, manufacturing, manufacturing yeah. is. Um I mean, I've considered, you know, and that's where, like I say, supplies are from there. But my contribution to the economy in terms of the labor force yeah. is having then the nail techs, um, you know, from here. Absolutely. Um, different parts of it and as the brand and the business grows would yeah. be, you know, offering or having jobs, you know, for the people or for us here in South Africa. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly fine, guys. Yeah. Um, and says the man, that, so now the, you know, that podcast is very interesting and sometimes it makes me just, you know, angry just watching um, young black men, you know, engaging and, yeah. and, and in front of a, thousands of, of audience online, you know, and just sharing or sort of misinforming each other. Mm. It, sometimes it just sort of pains me. So now mm. then he goes around and asks, so do you have a part? Do you have a drip? <laughs> like, no, no, no. Then, the, then um, 
one of the guys asked him, so what sneaker are you wearing? <laughs> you know, that a Nike. Guy. No, no, no. He was wearing some oh. uh, sneaker from Woolies. Yeah. Which there's a high chance that it was yeah. made in China. Yeah. You know, for God's sake. Yeah. And the other ones are saying, no, I'm wearing a Nike, I'm wearing a Puma, whatever. Mm. But also that's not made in South Africa. Mm. And how does that contribute to uh, the economy? Actually, that's even worse than Batu because there's a high chance that Batu's um, finances are handled here, mm. for example. Mm. You know, the employing a marketing, a black-owned agency, by the way, yeah. um, uh, DNA, that employs uh, X amount of people. Yeah. Therefore, that's, a, that's their contribution to, to the economy. And I think uh, more than anything, it's, um, it's actually appalling that one can go on such a, a big platform and say such things and mislead South Africans about our own local brands. Mm. I mean, everything really that we wear, 90% of it comes from outside of South Africa. You know, does that mean it's fine for you to wear Gucci? Yeah. That costs 13000 And I think maybe, I think our, our guest is also itching to say something. Yeah. Maybe uh, we can bring in our, our guest, um, Wong's, uh, just your contribution to, to, to this, man, and what's yeah. your view? Uh, so I think... There's a there's a there's a there's a poem, um, or I don't know whether it's a poem, but um, um, the, uh, Teddy Theodore Roosevelt was the president of the U.S. The man in the arena. The man in the <laughs> arena. Right? Uh, that's actually Pat's favorite. <laughs> um, and, yeah. and 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 I find it that um, South Africa, especially Twitter, has got an addiction with poking fun at the man in the arena, right? Sure. And when you when you when you think about global manufacturing and scale, yes. Um, the reason why South Africans' manufacturing industry collapsed was because it's just cheaper mm. um, to make things in the east. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and the east went out intentionally and decided to make themselves, especially China, the, the manufacturing hub, hub of yeah. the world. Yeah. Um, I bet you the mask, the COVID mask he was wearing was from China. <laughs> <laughs> um, Certainly. Yeah. Now, what 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 I think for me um, is um, we should never question people's visions and how they get there. Mm. Absolutely. Right? There's different reasons why um, the guys at Batu and, and, and Drip started yeah. the businesses that they started. Absolutely. Um, and you don't wake up and as an entrepreneur and say, I want to create employment. Sure. Um, it's a byproduct of it. Absolutely. Um, because you, many people do it for, I don't even want to call it selfish reasons. Yeah. They do it just because they want to do it. But otherwise also you didn't have a business. Imagine now you wake up once you've got hundred million in your bank account and you say, I want to create employment. Then you spend 50 million per month on salaries and then, the second month you're out of business. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, right? So, yeah. so I think there's a responsibility um, of of everybody in the economy. I posted, um, I think it was on the first of January, to say if there's anything that anybody can do is to support black business, because when you support black business, you're supporting communities, right? Absolutely. Uh, and and I think the responsibility that the the guys from Drip and Batu have got is um, is is supporting other businesses to grow. So. If, if from a logistics perspective, if the, when the shoes arrive in Durban, yeah, um, a courier company, courier company to sure. be black, uh -huh. yeah, right. Um, if um, they're doing 
uh, I'm sure the package, I'm sure the boxing, uh, the packaging is probably made locally because it doesn't make sense to make it uh, there. The yeah. company that's doing that needs to be black. Mm. Yeah. You know, the marketing team needs to be black. Yeah. The, 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 uh, the, there's a full value chain. Absolutely. So you don't necessarily need to be manufacturing whether it, when it doesn't make sense. Right. Um, and when you think about, again, the mics that these guys were using, the clothes that we're wearing are probably not made here. Of course. Right. So I think for me, going back to the man in the arena is that people want to build, I find it quite negative. People want to build their brands by putting down other people. Right. Um, and, and that's why for me, I'm, I'm very anti a lot of podcasts, some big ones. I don't watch yeah. them because for They're me... polarizing. Yeah, like why why do you want to put down other people, Yeah, right? Because, I mean, the three of us in here, I can find something wrong with you, Chief. Of course. And I can go ahead and create a podcast and put you down. And he'll be like, no, Bungan has done this and it's put down Pat. Yeah. But for what? So I, I think for me, rather than um, putting them down and questioning their value chain, is putting them up and 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 these are two guys uh, that have taken risk um, i mean as an entrepreneur i've got questions about their business models but those those are my things i'm not going to post <laughs> yeah. um, and say and question um uh, where does x how does x link to what why absolutely i mean for me it's just then why am i doing it i'm just trying to put them down yeah but you i know? guess uh, i must say that nota did achieve whatever he wanted to achieve because here we are talking about him but um yeah also for us we need to clarify certain things you know you just don't go around on public platforms and just poke at the men in the in the arena whilst you're standing on the sidelines you know and get away with it sure yeah so booms yeah um i i think in conclusion from my side would be that is that you you don't know the value chain you don't know there's too much for us to to kind of have one pocket of the yeah. business to then say that um, you know, it's a cancel culture after that. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, and we'll talk about cancel culture one day. One day is one yeah, day. One day is one day. Anyway, um, we have we're going into our brands. Um, yeah. Some discussions uh, locally. We have Multi Choice Group who has partnered with the Fundi Foundation to spread the Ten Rand Goes a Long Way campaign. And I don't know yeah. if you guys remember this campaign. Um, it was last year actually. I think it was started. Oh yeah. With. Um, uh, the lady from Cebu. Cebu, yeah. and, and I'm trying to remember the the other techies, um, La Cizue, yeah. and I can't remember the fourth. Oh, it was um, Ka King Kanya, uh, MTV based, but I think she moved from there now as the oh, marketing yeah. manager, or in, within the marketing um, senior oh, King, senior. Was it Ayanda? Ayanda, uh, there yeah, we go, yeah. there we go. Thank you for that. Yeah. And they started this thing where they were raising funds then for mm. scholars. Um, it was a follow up. Um, from the fees must fall movement. Yeah, I think um, when it started, I was I don't know how many years repeating a course when it started <laughs> at Wits, <laughs> and to see because I don't even know if the fees were still free because I was yeah. still pay I'm still paying school fees. But they went on then to collect um, was it a million uh, yeah. or five hundred thousand? But correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, that was on a Twitter platform, and now it's gone on to partner with like um, the likes of Fundi Foundation and wow. now they're going to be doing it again. Yeah, but it makes sense. I mean, the partnership makes sense. Fundi obviously administers the funding for Nefsas. Yes, yes, so, I do recall. So yeah, I think it's, it's it's a fitting partnership. 
And of course, you know, Duma Collective being yeah. the PR agency for MultiChoice. Yeah, know, yeah. That's how these things connect. MultiChoice does say that um, MultiChoice constantly uses its platform platforms for good by partnering with non-profit organizations and civil society to raise awareness about topics of public interest and mobilize resources to address social challenges. Um, yeah, so that's what they have. Uh, for this campaign, MultiChoice is using its DSTV on air, multi-choice social media platforms to wow. amplify the campaign message on a bid to get as many people and organizations as possible to donate ahead of the new school year. And they said digital marketing is dead. How dare they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully fees will fall one day. I think that... Um, I hope it's in the era whilst I'm paying my school fees, please. I, I'm just saying. No, but we don't be that girl. <laughs> <laughs> but but fees do do need to fall. Yeah. I mean, uh, since twenty what twenty fifteen twenty fourteen, it started and we're yeah. at the forefront to this day. You know, yeah. we're still talking about fees must fall. I guess also when there's no political will, nothing happens. Really, yeah. it's just sad. But anyways, very excited about today's uh, podcast, mm -hmm. and also excited about the guests. This is a gentleman that I've known. Um, for, for quite some time now and really has been also a friend of the platform. He's graced us a couple of times with his time, you know, mm. because he's a busy man, he's running a business, he's cycling, he's got a family, but yet he finds time to come, you know, share his wisdom with us. Um, Mr. Bongs, I, 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 you see now, I'm going to call him Bongs. Yes. I, that's how it is. <laughs> Bongani Chinganda, um, MD at Bravado, mountain biker, professional speaker, lecturer. You know, boo, 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 boo. <laughs> <laughs> I was going, to, I was going to tell you that um, like earlier. I did the Mister? That Mister is my dad. <laughs> so, so. I wanted to correct him. So, so, so Bongani is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the uh, to the podcast. Thanks, brother. Thank you so much for allowing us to you know to pick your brain. Yeah, it's such a very sort of banning topic, I must say, because um, last year, actually since COVID started, you've seen the stats around mental health, you know, more and more people suffering from it. And also we've seen an increase in the number of um, suicides, you know, yeah. people committing suicides uh, because the burden sometimes just gets too much. It does. Yeah. Yeah. To start yeah. off, maybe let us know who is Bongani? Who is Bongani Chinkanda? All right. So I'm a, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a son, I'm a brother. I am a business leader, but I'm also a friend to many people. Yeah. Uh, I think the privilege of having been uh, and worked in, in, in the sort of marketing industries, you, you, you collect friends over time. <laughs> Uh, so I was born in Malawi, uh, went to school in Zimbabwe, and uh, ended up uh, at Rhodes University, uh, studied um, BCom Economics and Law. I thought I was going to be a lawyer. I was very passionate. Wow. Uh, I think it was LA Law and um, Ali McBeal that misled me. <laughs> um, that shows you my age. Clearly. Uh, and and um, in, in third year, um, two things happened. Uh, so... I realized to be a lawyer, you're going to have to be reading a lot of cases. Yes. And, yeah. and I'm not keen on that. I agree. And sure. then uh, my dad told me that uh, he didn't have enough funds for me to do uh, my fourth and fifth year. So I ended up having to go and work. Then one day I was yeah. just walking by the union buildings at Rhodes University. Um, and 
You guys they, had a union building. They have the own. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, it's, it's roads, man. Yeah. <laughs> and and and, um, and and not not union as in the unions, the unions. Yeah. It's called the union building. Oh. Um, so it's not like Kosatu. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, so, so um, there were recruiters there. Then I went and I was told Unilever is there. Then, yeah. Um, so you also uh, the, uh, the University uh, of Marketing. Hey, <laughs> you're an alumni. So, so, alumnus there. So, so, so uh, a lady I was dating applied uh, for Unilever. She said, "Come, let's go." Then I was like, "Ah, oh, let me just yeah. come." Yeah. Before you know See it, it before you know it, they came on campus, interviewed me. Ended up going to Devon for second round of interviews. Yeah, I think uh, I didn't realize it then. I realize it now. I'm very good at selling, especially selling myself. Wow. <laughs> um, and ended up selling myself. Yeah. Then they recruited me. Then I started working at Unilever in uh, 2003. Sure. So which which brands did you look after? Uh, so I wasn't in marketing. I was in what we called started out as trade marketing. Oh. Uh, and sales so yeah. I was in key account management worked on the oh. ShopRite account uh, so we were responsible of selling the goods to ShopRite. retailers ShopRite yeah. then I moved and then I was ShopRite also I mean still the, the biggest account then yeah it, it still is um, sure. and, and, and and I think uh, it was then uh, yeah. always has been um, and then um, moved to trade marketing and worked in deodorant, so Axe Shield, Impulse, Dove, um, uh, and then um, got married. Devon, wife wanted to move to Joburg, so moved to Joburg, and then ended up working at Kraft Foods, BP. Wow. The one thing all along when I was working, and it's a thing that I always ask myself, is who started these businesses? It's like always, like always, it's like who who decided yeah. to that. They would sell soap. Mm. I didn't know that it was called entrepreneurship. Then, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but my mother had my mother had and still has a shop back in Malawi. Mm. Uh, she's got a wholesale wholesale and a retail shop in one of the rural areas. Wow. Um, so it bugged me. Then uh, I ended up meeting some guys who were in business. Then when I got retrenched at BP, I decided I was gonna take the retrenchment package which was a whole 180,000 rand then and invested it in a toilet paper manufacturing business because wow. everybody needs to go to the toilet of course all right, right? So, <laughs> <always need> the <laughs> toilet. so when i calculated 46 million people maybe 20 of the 20 million of them use toilet paper at one in, rand at one rand 20 million and <laughs> and if 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 i can just get 200,000 people to buy my toilet paper i mean at come 10 on. rand a year that's like two bar, like yeah, done, right? Yeah. With the cost um, of what, 50 cents? Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. my goodness. Uh, now going back to the conversation around manufacturing. Yeah. Um, the, the toilet paper business is very low margins and high volume. Sure. So you need, mm. to make money, you need a lot, of high ma- volume. A, a lot of machines. And we had one machine and mm. we ran it to capacity. Like oh. we were doing a night shift sure. and it just didn't work out. And the maintenance of it. And the maintenance of it. So eight, what? 18 months in, yeah. face business failed, sure. dusted myself, then always passionate about marketing. So a friend of mine uh, and I had started sending T-shirts, caps, we were printing stuff, yeah. sending them out to Malawi, Zimbabwe. Wow. And then we just grew that, right? And we called it uh, Zua Media. Right? 
Wow. Uh, that, okay. Is that um what's the, what's the language? Chewa. Chewa. Yes. Oh, Chewa. Yeah. So so then um the business grew some business lessons the two of us went our separate ways. But then that was 20, 2010 2011 and 2015 uh, how, how was 2010 like for you as a marketer cuz I know for 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 marketers of your generation yeah it was the highlight of their career mm. they did a lot of you know we saw a lot of activity yeah. the world cup and stuff yeah. so i was i was starting out my business then so oh. i was focused on malawi i didn't even get the any uh, any any deals not even a, a small piece actually Pr- I did printing no, no, printing no, cabs <laughs> no no but, but but by the time you but by, by i mean we know now If yeah. you didn't get the contracts in two years before 20, 2008, yeah. oh, yeah. it was over. Yeah. <laughs> when they announce so the day announced, you need to get so, it. Yeah. So, so if you're gonna make money in, yeah. in in four years time, in four years time, you need to be in it now, mm. sort of thing. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so, understand. so 2010 was good. Um, then the business grew, turned it into an activations business locally. I stopped doing t-shirt printing. Yeah. So, got into activations and promotions. I was given a break by SAB. Wow. Uh, through relationships so we're doing quite a lot of promotions in and around Gauteng so dude I've been to the most strangest of places I remember <laughs> the craziest story was we had hired taxis yeah to be ferrying promoters around at night because you're activating mm. like 200 activations in a night right mm. sure and then the one taxi guy just decided he's not going to transport them Wow. At two in the morning, promoters phone me. They are stuck in Boxburg, and these are kids that stay in the south. Yo, so I got into my Toyota Fortuner, and I'll tell you a story about the Toyota Fortuner later. <laughs> yeah, uh, I get into my Toyota Fortuner. Remember the Toyota Fortuner? We got yeah, it. right. Fortuner, got it. right? Fortuner. Yeah, yeah, because it links to the whole story. Okay. I get into my Toyota Fortuner. I go fetch these kids. Yeah, and drop them off. And I arrived home. So in those days, because how did you find them? They didn't send you a location because it was. <laughs> uh, no, they told me the tavern and the yeah. address. No, then by then I mean you had uh, GPS, GPS. You know the ones you'd stuck yes. in the car. When government oh. came into fashion. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so, <laughs> so I put it there. Found them in Boxburg. Especially, then... sorry, if you have a fortune, you had to have a gummy. It was impossible. Of course. <laughs> it's it, it, it's one of those things. Yeah. So, yeah. so then then I bring them. Um, back home drop them in Alberton yeah. and uh, long story short I drove in I left home at 2 p.m. 2 a.m. I drove in at 5 half past 5 and I remember I remember very well going to bed satisfied sure and I always say to entrepreneurs on your hardest day sure if you don't feel like quitting you're good wow <laughs> wow Sure. Right on your hardest hardest day when you don't feel like and 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 for me it would be hard to measure which one is the hardest day because I've had so many hard days. <laughs> no, there always be hard days, but on your hardest day or or on a hard day, I shouldn't yeah. say hardest yeah. day. Yeah. On your hard on a hard day when you don't say like I'm putting my hands up and walking away, yeah. then you're good. Sure. So long story short, 2015 comes, uh business is turning over 18 million rand. Yes, sir. But a multi-millionaire. <laughs> uh, I said turning over. Okay. I didn't say profit. 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 Okay. Uh, But still, I, I mean, the, the bank could still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, give you a good. You, you know. 
trust me, they gave me overdrafts. I took credit cards, which I'm still paying off now. Sure. Going back to the fortune. Living large, bro. Um, it wasn't that. Is it was. Remember 2015, Jacob Zuma started messing around with the economy, mm. right? Okay. But then I also was making very bad business decisions because mm. kids grow quickly, mm. and the business does not grow as, as fast, fast as, as the three kids, mm. right? So you've got three boys, uh, no? I've got three boys. So started making the typical bi- bad business issues where you like, no, I will take out forty thousand rand and go to Durban for the holidays because mm. the kids need to go to holidays. I'll pay it back. Mm. You never paid back. Sure. Um, because it's your business, why you pay yourself back? So psychologically, you're taking and you, you've got, you were trying to make yourself feel guilty, but yeah. it doesn't. So the money starts coming in, and 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 then it was the offices. We wanted to be in the nice offices in Woodmead. Yeah. It was the overheads. We needed a receptionist. Yeah. You don't need a receptionist um, if you're a small business. You needed this person. So sure. like overheads just grew. Mm. Then then the economy started slowing down. So it was uh, a mixture of bad business decisions yeah slowing economy and then Vodacom which was our biggest client and I'm not blaming them decided because of the slowing economy they stopped activation sure and they paid us out out of the contract wow when they paid me out I remember it very well it was in not a lot of millions but it was somewhere a couple in, of millions no just somewhere just above a bar mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i should have taken that money cleared our debts retrenched people and downscaled. Sure. Yeah. But there's a dangerous optimism that entrepreneurs have. Mm. Of course. It's a very very thin line that tomorrow will be better than today. Instead of calling it <laughs> um we'd never do. Yeah. yeah. And we keep going. Yeah. Sometimes it works out, many times it doesn't. Mm. Um so I didn't call it long story short September we were waiting for this other big deal. There's always this big way <laughs> that you're going for. Which never comes, <laughs> you know that way. Uh, like, once ah. you've seen it all, no man. man. <laughs> you think, oh my God, you do the ca- dude. It was a twenty-two million. I remember it was to to, to do marketing for the national lottery. Ituba just won then. Sure. And we were gonna do activations, and it was twenty-two million rand. Mm. Guy, <laughs> life changing. I was like, and then the debts were like now you're like working over this project. Yeah. It's everything slowing down. You're not cutting costs. It's like, you know those projects that just go on, you're pitching, you're presenting to the yeah. to the marketing director, the marketing manager, the lead agency, the CEO is not available. Mm. And 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 before you know it, you're uh eight weeks into this thing, which is two months. Mm. Sure. The business is not making money, you still got overheads, start overdraft mm. as an overdraft credit personal credit cards which i'm still paying off sure um i'm still driving the fortuna <laughs> get back to the fortuna <laughs> did the I, fortuna yield fortunes no but the fortuna is a survivor <laughs> man yeah, the fortuna is too. then yeah. on the 11th of september i remember we were we asked my wife and this person phones me and say the deal is off and we're going to go ahead they've decided they're not going to do the project You know the you do not understand the sinking feeling mm. sure. that you have at that point. Long story short, ended up having to close the business, huge debts, mm. uh banks uh but being tell taken me, to like, CMA so, by but, employees. Uh, yeah, just before you get into that CCMA case, like for example, 
like for someone obviously still early on in their in, in their journey as entrepreneurs yes do you see the signs like for, for example what was maybe the signs that actually this boat is about to sink but you were just like you're gonna drown like the deaths are, the death levels are getting higher and higher and now neck level so, so i'll tell you this uh when your revenue is not meeting your costs for mm. over a quarter sure you know you're in trouble mm. because um and when you've started borrowing when the bank can give you any more money based on your business projections yeah right so the bank finances and you start using personal loans through credit cards and borrowing money from friends and family you know it's it you need to call it sure. you actually need to call it before then because <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you this <laughs> are you that guy now <laughs> no 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 and maybe because we've we've worked together and um, yeah. i think um when he mentions the national lottery it reminds me of a very sad story um, yeah. after we had yeah. sleepless nights around there's, there's, there's many sad stories <laughs> around that yeah But you know it mm-hmm. you know you need to like instinctively because remember entrepreneurs are are like animals we we basically have got an instinct of opportunity mm. yeah so that same instinct tells you this thing in working out and you know it and you know it but i think also what keeps one going is it the ego say i was an entrepreneur i ran this uh, 18 million rand uh, business now it's no longer there it's, so 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 I've, i've i've there's something that i always talk about yeah uh, let me finish my story sure then, sure. I'll, then i'll get to the lessons mm. um i ended up going to work for the creative council who was our competitor yeah this another tough day was the day I had to sell my Toyota Fortune. Mm. Because I couldn't afford it anymore. Yeah. Right? Um and I remember it being driven away and I, I used to love that car. My kids love that car. Mm. Sure. And I had to go back home. I left with the Fortune in the morning. Yeah. And my wife had to come fetch me because the, the car had been sold and I had to go back home and like, these are kids, man. Yeah. Papa, where's your car? And you like I have to start the conversation. No, we had to sell, we sold it and mm. Then um so working for creative council i hated working there because they were my competitor and i just yeah anyway um my heart used to stay in the basement and my head used to go up mm. i worked at the creative council for six months and i was not able to sell opportunities for half a million rand mm. because i was depressed mm. i was anxious i used to have panic attacks in the office and ultimately led me to attempting to commit suicide. Mm. Sure. Uh then I didn't because I'm here. Absolutely. Praise uh, be unto the angel. Thank you for the words. And I believe God lives in kids and my kids saved me and I know that they found me but I I I was not going to I was not going to check out on my boy. Mm. You know? Um uh, I was never going to be that guy who my my kids at 35 they're like our dad bailed out on us because mm. yeah, ultimately it's just money absolutely um then the lessons that i've learned through that failure um is a couple um 
and 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 one of the issues that most entrepreneurs face is that we 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 hype up our own success mm. and we want the world to perceive us in a certain way and when we fail yeah we are unable to come back to the world and say i failed mm. so it's not about you but who, it's, who it's, does that the like even if you are employed you don't I go do. around and say i got retrained I, 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 i do i i speak yeah. about how um the, the my ceo at tbwa phoned me and told me i don't have a job and have to pack up hdi in two weeks and leave sure and i was a ceo of hdi the the leading youth agency, agency. in the country for yeah. a while but 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 it is it, you have to get to me um and i'm not saying i'm better than other people you have to go through what i've been through to be able to talk about failure and success yeah. as as a, a conversation in one of the two things i was telling to put me earlier on is like don't be don't be defined by success nor should you be defined by failure mm-hmm. because social media pushes you to be defined by success i mean when you think about the holidays we're all posting about i remember I hated december Cape when i was Town. broke because <laughs> everybody seemed to have been having a nice holiday yeah. of course right? of course you saw and them be- in and, Cape and Town. people people would tell you no people have gone there with debt still they are mm. able to get the debt i'm not be able to get the debt to go on holiday <laughs> right yeah and um, but i've come to realize i was telling a mate of mine that life is about choices mm. yeah so now after the longest time i was not able to buy a car but i've got it i, I drive a nice decent car mm. and suddenly i'm like i want to an SUV man look i'm an md yeah <laughs> <laughs> big boy something you know, you know, you know when i arrive somewhere <laughs> yeah. you know people need to they must be present i must i'm like but i'll be paying 25000 rand a month mm. yeah right and we're not saving for retirement yet as entrepreneurs most we the big God. whale is coming that will rescue us for for years to come years to come it won't <laughs> so so i'm like You know, we laughing left you, at you, you know, so, 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 <laughs> I said, so I said to myself I'm like okay cool uh, uh, I won't buy that car let me rather get into property yeah. but you need to always spoil yourself of course so I'll buy an expensive bike because mm. chances are I'll spend more time on my bike than in my car in a week mm. because I cycle for on average about one and a half hours four times a week that's about people take six hours mm. if yeah. you're doing the maths right mm. so i'd cycle about six hours a week sure i drive so if you on that ta- saddle for six hours it takes it takes me about 20 minutes to drop off my kids and get to work yeah. now we work from home so let's yeah. say it's back to work fully it takes me 10 minutes from where i stay to to to, to the office yeah client meeting nyana here and there in a day i probably mean my car for like 40 minutes mm. so we would take I'd rather spend money on a bike yeah. that's a story for another day yeah so but so, this is a once off payment it's not like you're paying it for yeah, five yeah. years yeah and buy a relatively crazy number bike but yes i'll buy it <laughs> yeah right? did, yeah because i was actually shocked this one time i went to cycle lab mm. and there was a net bank i mean a west bank representative mm. there so mm. you can If you, finance, for finance No, I mean, because I wanted to go into cycling for and I saw, I, I was like, what an exercise. Well, so, so again, <laughs> people, I believe, if you can afford to buy yeah. a bike for 250,000 rand, yeah. cash, buy it. Don't finance a bike. Mm. 
Because mm. <laughs> also you still need insurance on that thing. No, eh? man, like you, you don't like so. But at least you don't spend on fuel. <laughs> <laughs> it's your feet. No, chief, trust me, cycling is. Because you need the doctor. It's not a cheap sport. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, but but I but, was lucky how I got into cycling because I got a secondhand bike, yeah. and yeah. Get yeah. the pants on sale and the shirt. And no, man, that's fine. I, I mean, I, yeah. I also bought a second-hand bike. My, mm. my the current bike I use is second. Yeah. So so anyway, so I, I was talking about the instinct that entrepreneurs have got. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, bro, you know that this thing is not gonna work, but you just don't call it. It's like you know, and that you have to I, let go of that girl or that guy. I, I, and like, no, this guy is not good for me. I, no, I, I, no, relation matters of the heart are very different. <laughs> but also with the business, you're attached to your business. Don't be. Yeah? Sure. Don't, don't be. It's your baby. And the, it's and your brainchild. And, 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 and that's the problem. Yeah. Because I used to look at business like that. Mm. And business is not human. Mm. You, it's not your, don't be attached to it. Because I, I would do anything yeah. for my kids. I will get into debt if they are sick. Yeah. If I had to save their life. Because it's my kid. A business, it's it's not it's not organic. If it fails, it fails, you can start another one. Absolutely. But when you look at businesses as our babies, yeah. We take their necessary risks. Yeah. That it would take for a human being. Yeah. Because it's our baby. I've been at this for dude, call it. There's been businesses. I mean, like I was the other day I was I was listening to um and big businesses can also fail. I was listening to the failure of Lehman Brothers. Mm. The CEO thought Lehman Brothers was his baby mm. and he made the wrong calls. Even when people around him mm. told him to not make those calls for over 18 months. Sure. And he believed that the government would save him because it's his baby. It was a business. So, yeah, the instinct is... is is I think what's very important is 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 to embrace failure mm-hmm. the same way you embrace success. Yeah, speaking about that, once obviously it's at the beginning of the year. You know, we've got our resolution set. You know, and you shared your story in terms of you yeah. know how you've navigated um, this entrepreneurship journey. But also again, there's a there's a story that you often obviously share in terms of. Um, you having, you know, being like so close to actually committing suicide and, and what Be comfortable about yeah. it. You, you're, you're already, and the reason why I speak about yeah. mental health, depression, and attempting to commit suicide, we need to be able to normalize the conversation. You, I can see Pat is like tensing up. <laughs> yeah, because I mean... I didn't die. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. I'm not depressed. You know? I'm here. Yeah. No, no. I'm grateful to have you here. I'm not saying let's make it, let's not, let's not... Make a joke about it. Yeah. Let's normalize it. Mm. Absolutely. The yeah. way we normalize it. I think we're learning. I'm learning to Great. Yeah. Yeah. So so then how 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 do entrepreneurs now build that mental, you know, strong mental health in, 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 in the year of twenty twenty? So twenty twenty two. Oh my goodness. So, so so I there's a couple of things and the, the reason why I Somebody asked me, so I did a three-day ride in Malawi, right? Oh, yeah. And we were talking about it earlier on. And the one thing that I, why I do that is I also want to learn about myself as a human being, my physicality, my mind. Mm. The great thing about your brain, I always tell people, is that your brain does not know the difference between 
getting a bonus and finishing riding 271 kilometers. Mm. It doesn't know the difference because it's just a brain. Sure. Right? You then attach certain emotions to those things, right? Mm. And and it's important that entrepreneurs understand their brain and how their brain functions and how their brain relates to success and failure. And it's not you don't need to get into neuroscience. It's just mm. it's your mind, it's what you put your mind to. Yeah. It manifests itself. So mm. if I told somebody, if somebody had told me in 2019 that I'd ride 270 kilometers over three days, I'd have said it's impossible. I'm not and I'm unable to do it. Sure. But I decided I was going to try and do it, right? And it's important for entrepreneurs to understand that is that your brain is your brain it looks at success and failure the same yeah that's the first part the second part um and it's something that i realized in my riding is that you need to have a pain strategy hmm. right pain will come contracts will get cancelled we were we in december we were going to do one of our biggest projects last year omnicron happened client said sorry sure I did not become emotional about it because it just happened. Because mm. once you become emotional about it, then your emotions affect your whole being and you start making negative decisions, yeah. right? So you need to have a pain strategy to say I'm going into 2022, what's my pain strategy? When the pain comes, what will I do? So in cycling, when you ride for long, your ass starts to hurt. Like yeah. proper. That saddle becomes like like it just hurts yeah and part of the pain strategy is you stand up for mm. even if it's like for like a 10 seconds yeah and give yourself relief and then sit again right yeah. or you can stop and rest mm. for 30 minutes before yeah. you go on if you're riding for the full day or you speak to yourself so i was solving business problems family problems thinking about so i was not thinking about the pain i was going through i was not focused on the pain mm. and Dude, the last day we rode for 120 kilometers. Yes. Like it was hot. And I remember jeez, the morning I was very nervous. I went to the toilet like three times. I was like as proper nervous. anxiety. Like I was like, "Oh my god, like yeah. 120 kilometers." But we did it. But along the way, we ha- had to have a pain strategy, right? Mm. Of saying, "Oh my, I'm feeling this is how I'm feeling." And it's the same in business. So like, also you need to acknowledge the pain for you to you, know how to deal with it. You have to acknowledge the pain. You have yeah. to say if you're going into if last year your business didn't have the the revenues you expected yeah. don't go into 2022 and say it's going to be a great year think about <laughs> think about mm. why you didn't because the, the fundamentals don't change the calendar has just changed mm. 100% right? so so maybe it was your product offering or yeah. or the support or different things so so acknowledge the pain mm. and then have a strategy around it mm. and and the strategy then links to winning right sure. to say okay because many people focus on on the winning strategy um um i was i was i'm 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 i've, I've decided to eat healthy right yeah um i've been struggling to lose 5 kilograms i maintained an 85 kilogram weight last yeah. year um then i realized that i needed to rephrase the weight loss yeah so what i've said to myself is i'm going to have a healthy relationship with food mm. because I, i i don't have a i didn't or i don't yeah. I'm changing my relationship with food. So even though you're working out every day, you're on the bike. I was dude, I'd get out like uh, I mean like that time we were together at yeah. the cradle 
had pizza, the coffee, <laughs> and then do it. After that, yeah. I remember you bought us coffee, <laughs> yes, coffee and, and beers. Yeah, actually, if someone wanted to have a beer after that drive. Yes, exactly. And after that ride. Yeah, yeah, and then and then and then and then you then then stop and get an energy, have a chocolate. You've been having energy gels, like. Then you get home yeah. and it's chips and yeah. and and it's wine and, and 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 that's not healthy. Yeah. In any way, right? Sure. So 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 my thing is I'm acknowledging that I've got that problem. Yes. But it's not defining me. I'm not saying I'm overweight. I'm fat. You mm. understand what I've rephrased to say? I need to have a healthy relationship with food. So, as an entrepreneur, you need to have a statement that's going to drive you going into the year. Mm. Um. And 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 all this goes back to mental health. The reason why many people get depressed, yeah, and and others is is genetics. It is that we don't have a pain strategy. Mm. When my business failed, I didn't have a strategy to say. No one, no entrepreneur will yeah. tell you now. If their business fails today, what is their strategy? Because no one, they don't want to think about failure. Of course. So, so you, even you avoid you avoid facing yeah. it. So even even when you are uh, um, an employee. But when I went into COVID, I had a strategy in terms of if I get retrenched. Yeah. So so Bongs, like for example, I mean, if one resorts to alcohol, would you call that a pain strategy? Like some people, obviously, when they hit uh, a curveball, they they start drinking a lot. Would you call that a pain strategy? Strategy is strategy is no good or bad. It's just strategy. Right? Yeah. But the question that you ask yourself is: um, Does that give you benefit and growth in the end? Okay. Because the the things that we seek is growth. Absolutely. Ultimately, like human beings, from the day you're born to the day you die, yeah, we are wired for growth. That's why you grow every year, mm. right? So we are wired for growth, and if people and people do different things when they're in pain, they sleep around, they sure. pray. Sometimes not good to pray, um, <laughs> because your pain strategy can't be giving you things to God. You we can't be in here, guys. And it, when we came in here, it was hot. Yeah. We no matter if we had prayed. <laughs> <laughs> And fasted, yeah, and been in here for a year, yeah. That heat was not gonna go anywhere. There's the aircon. Just go switch it on. Somebody once said, I remember that that sermon. They said, Christians, the problem with Christians is is sorry, the problem with Christians is that we we outsource a lot to God. Sure. You out. I I, I was the same, dude. I confessed. I. Listen to his song every day going to work. Now it's Maverick. Maverick. Yes. Maverick. I believed. Yeah. I, I even gave. Yeah. Sure. Believing that my business will not fail. Mm. And then I would go to my business and take debt and not, and not look at the revenues because... Mm. So, yeah. so I can't say God didn't answer or God answered late. Trust me, God has come through for me when he needed to come. Mm. And God no, normally comes through people. Mm. Sure. Right. That's that's how prayers are answered. You don't. You, there's no one. You can. You won't drive. And on Catherine drive, you see it. You see a bag, and you go. And you fill the bag. And it's <laughs> and one million money. rand. <laughs> I think. I think it's uh, the non-accountability. I, I think that's where 
That's where the, the confusion I'd like to believe happens is we almost are um, not accountable and responsible for the decisions you've made and that's why you'll outsource. You outsource. Yeah. So the easiest mm. person to outsource to who won't talk back to you yeah. is God. Yeah. And who won't tell you that Kalogu, you're wrong. Exactly. Yeah, you shouldn't So, so it's, a, it's, it's, about, it's about managing pain. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying people who depressed and get into depression are weak. Absolutely. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that you need to always have a full view of the what ifs. Yeah. Because when the what ifs happen, you chances are it will hurt. The pain will still be there. You know, the, losing my job as CEO was hectic. Dude, you got two weeks to pack up a business. Sure. Thinking like, like what's going to come in the next three, three months. But I was mm. very quick. By Monday, I was told on Friday, by Monday I was ready. I was negotiating to get out, made sure I got the best package, decided to have conversations with different guys, ended up at the yeah. Brave Group, because I had decided not to pray it away, maybe, or drink alcohol, because I would have been drunk half of the time and I would have not been thinking of what I was doing. Absolutely. Um, so, so it's important as we go into 2022 as entrepreneurs, as people, is to acknowledge the feelings that you're yeah. not happy. And sometimes, and I believe sometimes for entrepreneurs, mm. if your business is not making you happy, close it. Mm. You can't push for 10 years sure. of unhappiness. Yeah. So tell me, Bongs, I mean, obviously you got to change during um, COVID. COVID, you know, lock, hard lockdown. Yeah. And obviously you had a business that was turning over 18 million that mm. failed. Mm. Um, would you say that that first failure made this one... I wouldn't call this one a failure, but it was a it was a big challenge, you know. Yes. I mean, we're in COVID. Uh, the future is really uncertain. Mm. We've got kids that I, I yeah. think some are going to Saint what what. <laughs> you know, you have to pay school fees and and and. Do you think that first failure sort of made this one? Yeah, made this challenge that you faced. Yes, you were able to go into sort of a crisis management mode. Exactly. Mm. So what I've done is every time I've failed or faced a challenge yeah. since the big failure, I would think, yeah. uh, is, is always, um, how can I put it, is always take the lessons. Oh, I see. So that the next time something similar or anything happens, I learn. It's like being on the bike. Mm. Uh, if you go out without a pump and you have a puncture, next time, don't go out without a pump. Uh-huh. Because if you go out without a pump and you and me are riding and you, I lent you my pump <laughs> and the next, I'm not going to lend it to you because you haven't learned. Of course. You, you understand? Yeah. And I think with people, it's like that. Mm. You know, I, I, and, and, and I haven't figured out life, guys. Don't get course, me wrong. Yeah. But I only share what I've learned. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I think for me, that's, that's it did help. Uh, and even, even the issues that made HDR to be closed, yeah. I took them with to my current business uh, of uh, I always tell people I'm running a very low cost low overhead business because I've done the CEO yeah. 30 people working for me walk in yeah. being caught having a corner office <laughs> I've done that I, th- I think it, also it doesn't you, drive me anymore. It, you go through phases because also starting to you know realize that also in my in my journey that Obviously, at some point, you know, having to say I employ X amount of people, you know, sort of 
boost your ego a bit and you go through a time then you start realizing that actually it's not about even the quantity now of or the number of people that you employ but then the quality thereof mm. then it goes through a phase where you're like actually i don't want to be dealing with people <laughs> maybe that's why batwan drip manufactured in china <laughs> you know because for me in my journey managing and leading people has been the hardest of mm. everything i've, I've, I, I, I've ever I, I done i think i think with everybody i think with every entrepreneur every business leader because this is a microphone dude if it's in your way just move it mm. And then with people you have to be empath- you have to be empathetic. Yeah. Yeah. They're not being open about the issues they're having at home, mm. but yeah. they bring your attitude to the office. Mm. And you like so it's it, it just energy. Energy. And that is why I was telling you that the other thing in terms of people having a pain strategy is is having things that are separate from everything else that you do. Sure. So for me cycling is my thing. Sometimes I go with my kids. It is my thing. Yeah. It's the thing that grows me. So if I don't wake up so tomorrow I need to do strength training and I need yeah. to cycle for one hour. If I don't do it, mm-hmm. my wife won't ask me, <laughs> why didn't you not do it? Mm. Yeah. She will might because she probably might think maybe there's something wrong. Yeah. Uh, as a family we've got a goal of being healthy this year. Yeah. So I'll probably be letting the team down. Yeah. But if I decide to go and swim, she won't say why are you swimming instead of cycling. Do you understand? Yeah. So 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 you have to have those things. Set goals that are away from your business. Um and and again going back to your brain. Mm. Your brain doesn't know whether you've closed the deal or you finished riding 50k's. Mm. Because you when the days you don't win in your business, yeah. you've won elsewhere and your brain is looking for that dopamine. It yeah. is to look for that fix. Then you find that after that run, that business problem that you had you probably being able to solve it i've solved the my toughest business decisions yeah either running or cycling or swimming sure that's very profound um bongs on us question i'm giving for me to ask i mean an opportunity to ask a question but i also used to cycle i don't i don't cycle as much as uh, i used to like last year this time and i realized of all the injuries that i've gotten was <laughs> was cycling it was during a time when i was facing a difficult time you know so i understand you say cycling is your escape mm. you know and you're able to solve complex problems while cycling maybe cycling would you, can you safely say that for me i didn't leave the issues where they had to remain and i took them with me on my bike and that's why i got i got hurt because I, i mean the last injury i, I got at the gym in, in december, december yeah. yeah also Upstairs, I thought I was, you know, escaping mm. that issue, but I came back home with so, with an injury. So, so I, I would I wouldn't want to say cycling is not your thing. <laughs> well, you, well, maybe. <laughs> uh, so I got injured running. I got. I, I yeah. think. I think it's important to compartmentalize things, and sometimes it's not possible, Mm-mm-mm. right? And 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 you need to acknowledge what that thing stands for in your life. So for me, cycling is my alone time, my switch off time, my time to connect with myself. It's almost my prayer time. Right? Sure. And and when I'm there, So that line is clear. That line is very clear. So oh. so when I'm not feeling like it emotionally, 
There are days where I've been cycled because I'm feeling down. Because it's dangerous for me to go and cycle of course. when I'm feeling like that because I'll injure myself. Yeah. So what normally on that day is I still need to feel energetic so I'll go for a walk because I've got my earphones on. Yeah. Maybe I'll be able to resolve that problem, right? Um, don't use, and I think sometimes people also overdo it and become addicted to it. Mm. And that's it's a thin line. Everything, everything in moderation. So yeah. y- you... No, I'm feeling depressed. I'm going to get on my bike and ride. And you're not and you're running away from those issues and when you get back they're still, still waiting, still waiting for you. Mm. They still So pretty need, much it's like drink drinking alcohol. Yeah. Yes. So you, too much you, of a good thing. Exactly. So you still mm. have to face the issues. Let's go to Mpumi now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean because we are almost close to our end, I think I just want to wrap up what we have discussed. I think you've mentioned that we personalize our babies. We yes. personalize our businesses, which we shouldn't. But maybe in conclusion, for for that entrepreneur who is going into 2022, you've spoken about accountability, responsibility, intuition. Um, what would you say would be an advice to to that entrepreneur going into the year, despite it being maybe a bad year, being it a good year? I know you've said that the brain doesn't know. Funny enough, yesterday I went skydiving. And wow. after the skydive, I was like, I hyped myself up for just five minutes, <laughs> five, five to ten minutes of it was exhilarating. But I was like, uh, yeah, it's so it's so amazing how your brain works. Like you say, is that I had I was sick on Tuesday because now I was, I was now it was a reality that you're really going to go jump out of play. And I started having pimples now. I spoke with a friend. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, friend, you're really doing this every day. We're just like. Are we really doing this? And sure. um, Saturday comes. We're almost a bit late, but we make it in time. Not a problem. Then we wait. Nothing new there. Not even. It wasn't even at our, my no, fault. Sure <laughs> <didn't> <laughs> Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. And anyway, um, um, we wait or we get um, pushed to the last, second last um, jump off. Now we've been waiting for three and a half hours close to four hours mind you when we got there we knew that we're about to jump so we were you know adrenaline was rushing and then three and a half hours we now chilled and we're just seeing people jump off from the sky and then finally it's our turn then you go into this plane Mm. and you're going 11 feet high and um yeah and after that the door opens and (laughs) you go out and you're just yeah for that moment it's 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 freedom because for that two seconds, you're scared. But then after that, you snap out of it and you enjoy sure. it. Um, but yeah, it was very interesting. So what would you say to, to an entrepreneur? So you've answered yourself. Is yeah. that your brain is a muscle. Mm. So for that experience, your brain has expanded. Mm. Right? And it will manifest itself in different situations. Mm. Wow. Right? Whether being at a pitch. So now you know when a big event comes, how you prepare for it. Sure. Right? So you know you get nervous, you know you're jittery, but you know how to calm yourself mm-hmm. down now. So if, if somebody says you go and do the president's wife's nails as your business, mm. you not you probably will be very nervous, but you but your brain will plan. recall yeah, that moment. This, that moment. Yeah. yeah. So so that is why for me, I push myself on the bike. I like I was a bit down after like three days. I was like, damn. Like I was high for the two days. Yeah. And then I was like a bit down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it took me months to prepare. Yeah, to prepare. Mm. But it's taught me to prepare for big events 
later to have strategies and mm. all these things and i think for 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 the entrepreneur it's 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 very important for me it's just two things i i would say is for this year have a pain strategy for all areas of your life relationships you know um exercise whatever it is mm. your business what is your pain strategy if pain happens how you going to manage it um and then it's 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 looking at don't be defined by your success nor defined by your failures mm. um and and even when you have found that people when i've shared a lot of i've been quite vulnerable on social media about quite a lot of my journey and things mm. that happened to me i have learned that for me it's a release i free myself of the dark failures because if you hide social media has taught us a very bad habit we just happen in the days but people you know in the casi people would, would <laughs> show you, yeah you know they'll show you the car yeah. but they're not going to show you the date yeah. yeah what social media has done is it, it, it's exposed us mm. to showing only our successes so mm. all we do is we drive and the dopamine of posting the success mm. I was on Pattern Brands podcast mm. looking for the likes right mm. um but i don't share and sometimes you can't share too much because some of your failures are related to people mm. so so it's 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 they they experience of the story so like divorce you can't share how terrible your divorce was because was there are two true. sides to yeah. every story absolutely yeah. right or how a client to you badly and you start mentioning them their mm. names mm. Mm. but but as as a full rounded person share your successes and failures because when you do that and i'm not saying share it on social media share it with your friends yeah. family because when you do that you you are acknowledging that i'm a full human being mm. guys i can fail guys i'm i mean i always talk i'm still paying off my credit card yeah sure. um I, i don't have a credit card with credit Mm. um it was handed over to lawyers i had to negotiate a payment plan and mm. every month it hurts mm. but the one thing that i'm looking at as a positive because i finish i'll finish off the paying off the credit card this year Yay. is that money <laughs> is going to go to my retirement <laughs> oh, hey, so I, i don't count it anymore it's all my money anymore yeah. i'll be like I, i sometimes look at my, i'm saving you know i look at i'm saving maybe yeah. i'm not but 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 i look at that x amount of money mm. that it's going to go into my like immediately i've already worked it out the day i finish of paying the credit card mm. it's going to go into unit trusts mm. because that money doesn't count anymore it, mm. it hasn't been part of my budget for the longest time sure yeah sure no man i think um i think myself and patty we needed just to regroup our minds hey that's uh, a, yeah i think <laughs> this was a much needed podcast yeah. and bong thank you so much for making the time and sure. um, yeah and always not holding back you know mm. always just dropping yeah. dropping those jams thank you so much cool. um i think for me in my conclusion yeah. um and and maybe going back to what uh, the the last part to bongani says is my my dad always said and my dad will always be probably the biggest um uh, my list my guy who gives me the lessons of life yeah and he'd say if life doesn't challenge you challenge it mm. and um <laughs> i think that's where you know when i do extreme things and yeah, like i, I remember also it. when we, we you're facing a difficult yeah. time with that client and you're like yeah, yeah. and it, and it was that is that we've never been brought up not to have a crisis 
um, management mind. There's there's never an opportunity, good or bad, to to kind of wallow in in pain. So yeah. it, you have to detach yourself and find a solution, you know, to yeah. something. So that's when I went into doing adventurous things, um, be it doing marathons, jumping out the plane, or things like that. Yeah. But but for me, it was that, and and it helps a lot. I think for me, when I see an entrepreneurship, because you know, when when a challenge does come. And there's days where you're just like, you know what, right. shut it, you know, yep. <laughs> it's just not working out. Sure. Um, but yeah, that that subconscious, I, I think anything, I wish I could give life coaching just in a bottle to people because it just helps you understand your mind a lot better. That, Absolutely. like you say, it's a, it's a muscle. It, yep. it, it 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 works according to what you wanted to do sure. but yeah. yeah that's that's from my end and thank you so much Thanks. so our quiz today um yeah. like we said this is where we pat or slap you yes um <laughs> here on pat on brand so we hope to pat because that's we really love to pat people yeah so we're going to start with our first question pat um yo what is the name of the south african artist that partnered with porsche porsche the car brand Last year to deliver a unique Porsche 911 coupe. Is it Boni Njadinjali? Is it Nelson Makamo? Nelson. Or is it it's Nelson. <laughs> Come on now. Come on. Ah, Come on now. Okay, you get a pet. You get a pet. <laughs> you get a pet. Um, question number two How many car companies or brands are being owned by the VW Group recently? Is it A, 7, B, 10? Was C twelve? Yeah, but seven. And uh, I nearly said something. I wanted to hear the but. Maybe there's a there's yeah. we we can we can allow you before we slap. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, seven. I, <laughs> I You're sticking to seven. I stick it to seven. Okay. Hey, Unfortunately, it's a yeah, it's a five finger. It's a, it's twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Twelve. <laughs> the VW Group. Wow, geez, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Oh, because I, oh, yeah, I was here. But yeah. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> all of this, all of this. Um, now we, we're moving from Germany to another country, which yes. you're going to have to mention. In which country was the luxury fashion house Louis Vuitton founded? A, is it Italy? B, is it France? Or C, Spain? It's France. France, France. Bonjour. Bonjour. Bonjour, Bongani. No, but I mean, he's, yeah. he's traveled. I mean, from Malawi to Zimbabwe. To <laughs> no, like, come on now. Africa, yeah. No, geography yeah. in you. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's Number a pet. four. Which company's logo has an arrow that points from A to Z that highlights the retailer's wide range of products? Hmm? Which company? So supposed to know. Logos, sorry, sorry. A is it eBay? Is it B Amazon? Or is it C Google? Okay, so it's got A to Z. So it's which? Got an yeah. Which which company's logo has an arrow that points from A to Z or Z? It's that Amazon. Okay. It's that little. Thing yeah. that looks like a smiling guy. Yes. It's a pet. It's a pet. Yeah. But, but also, I mean, Google was colorful. eBay is that purple and uh, the different colors also. But it's Amazon. Ah. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, say, see. But actually, didn't even know. Eh? I didn't even know. Yeah. I didn't even know. Oh, yeah, oh you learn everything. You do. Last question, Pat. Who's the founder of Bolt? Is it Mark Zuckerberg, 
Marcus Wallach or Marcus Joster? Bolt. Mm. Bolt, yes. Bolt, the competitor to Bolt. Uber. Yeah. So it's. Is it Mark Zuckerberg? Is it Marcus Wallach or Wallach or Wallach? Yeah. Or Marcus Joster? So Joster is that guy from. from uh, Stellenbosch. So clearly it's, it's not him. Yeah. yeah right? <laughs> and then it's the meta guy who's Mark Zuckerberg. So it's clearly the guy. I like the illumination. <laughs> yeah. Clearly it's the guy. Yeah, I know. That's... I, I, I like being colorful in how I answer my question. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Man, um, that's four out of yeah, five. It's four out of five. Yeah. It's very impressive. Yeah, not many. Yeah, not many. Not You've many. seen three and two yeah. out of five. But yeah. yeah. Well done, Bons. Thank you. Cool. Thank Thanks, you for being guys. a great spot. Cool. And thank you for making the time to come chat to us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Mm. Bumi, how does the... the... The the week look? Yeah. The week looks good. Um, looks busy uh, from work, yeah. marketing side of things, digital marketing. Um, yeah, and, the, and business picking up. Uh, January, people are going back to work. Yeah. People want to look pretty now. Yeah. Um, so, it's, it's where's, right. where's your Where's your salon? 44 Stanley. 44 Stanley. Mill Park. No park. Do you no. do cut hair? Opposite, they do cut hair. And it's not your business? No. Ah, no. So yeah. I'm not traveling. I would have yeah, You no. can do your nails. Yeah. Men also do nails. Please. I've done mine. Okay. okay. All right. You know, when I want to Oh, you can come with the wife as well. You know, here's, a, here's a date plan. <laughs> and it's two by two for yeah. Pape. We're working on a two by two strategy. Is it? You see? Yeah. So you come through with your wife, you do your nails, then you take her for lunch. You know, yeah. And but, yeah. Get to the north. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're not in the north. <laughs> you make it sound like it's a story for another day. Mara, it's the north. It's the north. It's the north. north. I'm a southie, so I know. Ever now. since I got to Joburg, I was told about the north. north I was yeah. never told about the south. In the south. Or the west. And the east. <laughs> they, they, okay, the other places you need a passport to go to. <laughs> the south is sort of all right. <laughs> But I mean, I'm still in the like the Platelands, so it's still no. You but Bobby, you moved to the north also, so sit down. Uh, thank you. All right. <laughs> um, Bongs, thank you so much once again for your time, and I truly appreciate it. Cool, um, from my side, really, we've got the Patron Brands Masterclass on Personal Branding coming up on the fifth of Feb. Yeah, so details will be on our social media pages. Purchase a ticket, you know, if you want to take your brand to the next level or your personal brand, that is. You know, I'll tell you how I built my brand. <laughs> You've done well. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, please uh, do, 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 do be on the lookout for that. And also, we have another interesting feature on Pattern Brands uh, called the Pattern Brands Check-Ins. So, we want to check in with all the brand builders in the country, you know, on our platform live on Instagram every day at half past six, starting on Monday the 10th until the 31st of Jan. Jeez, you're busy, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know. <laughs> Now you know. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much, everybody, from where you'll be listening to. My name is Nopumelelo Sacha, and I'm out. From me, Pat Matangu, Gitina Haila, Ale Inchizyongal Parumelane. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do make sure that you follow us on social media at I am Pat Matangu. And at Mbomi underscore Sacha. This podcast is brought to you by Lerato Agency and Lenala Beauty.